This is a life-changing message by the Reverend Sam Crunchy Ankara. We honor your word above any mountain and above any trouble and above any challenge. Accept our worship and accept our praise. Let a word of wisdom fall on hearts that are ready and anoint your word to perform signs and wonders. You said you sent forth your word, it will go and it will accomplish the purpose for which it is sent. Father, do it this afternoon and do it in this week of September in the name of Jesus. We give you praise and the honor. Let the celebration begin right now. Let's be seated. And he said, I want to continue the series that I started last day. Why all these? Why all these? And I picked it from Judges chapter number six, the encounter that Gideon had with a uh, an angel who spoke like God. And I have taught you that when you see an Old Testament angel speaking like God, I shall return to you a year by today, tomorrow, that by this time, your, your wife Sarah will be pregnant and will have a child. When you hear a, a, an angel talking like that, that angel is a shadow of Christ to be revealed in the New Testament. Say amen. So, so, that is the kind of encounter Gideon had. He had the encounter with a shadow of Christ. And this angel comes over and says, Gideon, you are a mighty man. Rise up and defeat the Midianites as one person. He says, who, me? Do you know what you are talking about? Look at the troubles that we have gone through here. I am jobless. Like many of you will say, Many graduates, many people qualified, but you have no job. I'm jobless. I can't pay my bills. Things are tough. And then you say to me, God is with me. Where is that God? Where is the God that we had perform miracles for our fathers? Where is that God? And my sermon is in the verse number 13 when he said, If God be with us, why are all these things happening to us? For alas, what I know is that God has forsaken us. We don't have any other, we don't have no God. Why are all these things happening? And last week, we said, when you start asking why, it means that you have run out of human options. You can't solve and you can't handle the problem anymore. The problem that you are facing has now moved into another realm. And you've got to accept that. When you start asking why, why are all these things happening to me? Then it simply means that uh, the problems you are talking about, uh, number one, uh, is, is out of uh, the human realm. It's gone into the realms of the spirit. Then it also means that you have run out of options or solutions. You know how it's no longer working. The matter is cannot be solved with money anymore. 
No human being can solve the matter anymore. God needs to intervene. And don't forget the word of wisdom last week. Last week we said, do not let anyone take the gold medal that God has placed inside of you. Every one of you has a certain gold medal called faith. Don't lose it. Don't let anybody take away from you. Then I also said, what people say to you and what people do to you does not matter. Ask oppose and ask against what you do to yourself and say to yourself. When people say you will not make it, what do you also say about yourself? When people say you die before your time, what do you also say? When people say, we'll see how you get married, what is your response? So, what people say to you doesn't really matter. Ask against and ask opposed to what you say to yourself. And then we ended up in uh, Mark chapter 11, last Sunday, Jesus Christ says, have faith in God. And then we define in practical terms, the application of faith. Have faith in God. He said, if you shall say to this mountain, be thou removed and you shall not doubt in your heart. But whatever you uh, uh, believe in your heart, when you say it, believe that it will happen and it will happen. So, so Jesus gave us the practical definition of application of faith. If you believe in your heart and you will say. If you believe in your heart and you say. So here's how faith works. Faith is believing in your heart. What do you believe in your heart? Believe in your heart that if the problem is as tall as the mountain, there is a God who is taller than the mountain. Believe in your heart. Believe in your heart. It's not difficult. It's not difficult. How do you believe? Believe because you heard somebody's testimony. You believe because you just heard the word of God. You believe because 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 uh, you have just seen God do it for somebody. You believe because God has done it before. And what God has done before, God is capable of repeating himself. Are you clapping? Come on, somebody clap and say, I believe. Clap your hands and say, I believe. So believe in your heart. Believe in your heart. And then the number two qualification of faith, when you believe in your heart, you don't keep quiet. Then you say, you say to the mountain, speak with your mouth. Speak to the mountain. Speak to the mountain. Mountain, be that removed. This problem, get off my way. This joblessness, get out. Poverty, leave this house. Ladies and gentlemen, that's what I did. Talk is free. Get up in the morning, stand in the mirror, and look into yourself and prophesy. Who Nobody will fight you for saying good things. Say it, and say it, and say it, and say it, that is application of faith. Those who don't understand you will call you boastful. They will say arrogant. They will say you are proud. It's okay. Let them say it. When they say it, you reverse it. When they say it, you reverse it. When they say it, you reverse it. Believe in your heart. Say it with your mouth. Believe in your heart. Say it in your mouth. If you shall believe in your heart and you shall confess, you shall have salvation. Romans chapter number 9. Romans 10, 8 and 9. If you believe and you say it, you have it. If you believe it and you say it, it will happen to it will come to pass. Clap your hands and scream it and say, I believe it. Say, I believe it. 
I say I believe it. I believe say, it. Say I believe it. I believe it. Hallelujah. You believe, you say it. Jesus Christ said that is faith. It answers the problems of affliction. It answers the problems of challenges and your why and your why and the whys and the whys. Here's the word of wisdom for today. Here's the word of wisdom for today. The afflictions of the wicked, quote, the afflictions of the wicked is the harvest of the seed, the soul. The afflictions of the wicked is the harvest of the seed, the soul. Come on. But the afflictions of the righteous is the gateway to praise. But the afflictions of the righteous is the gateway to praise. Quote the quotation. I went to a car community in Lahia to go and then preach. So when I gave them, uh, I quoted a uh, word of wisdom and uh, I said, close the quote. Close the quote. Then the guy was interpreting a guy. Nga okote. I said, close the quote. It can happen nga okote. So, straight away, then my mind went there. Uh, I said, what do you say? No quotation. No, no. I'm asking them to close the quotation. Close the quotation. Close the quote. The afflictions of the wicked are the harvest of the seed they sow, but the afflictions of the righteous are the gateway to praise. Quotation, close. Some crunchy anchor. In Psalm 34 and verse number 19, Psalm 34 and verse number 19, the Bible says, the afflictions of the righteous are many. Many are the afflictions of the righteous. But the Lord will deliver or the Lord delivers him out of them all. So, so, the, 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 the righteous is also open to afflictions. But for the righteous, your afflictions are a gateway to praise. To glory and honor. But the afflictions of the evil and the wicked people, they are a reward of the seed that they sow. Somebody get ready for your praise. Your praise is coming. Your, your praise is coming after this trial. Your praise is coming after this temptation. Your, tra- your praise is coming after this hard time. Your praise is coming after your many years of joblessness. Your praise is coming after your many years of trying for pregnancy. Your praise is coming after waiting and waiting for your husband to appear. Your praise is coming. I receive it. And on the day of your testimony, I, saw, I, I know the song you will sing. You will say, Why, sister, I mean 
not about trying. Faith is about believing in your heart that God is bigger than the sickness. Jesus. And then you say to this sickness, this sickness, you are not part of me. Be removed. Move. Clap your hands and shout faith. 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 Faith is not trying with your money. Faith is not trying with your connection. Faith is not trying. You know, God doesn't expect you to try. Jesus says, have faith in. Have faith in God. Two things. In your heart and then in your mouth. In your heart and in your Show me where the problem lies in the application of faith. Show me. Tell me this. Let me tell this service to the question. Time. Show me. How difficult it is to believe that God is big. Unless you are not born again. And unless you are not in church. But remember, we have already defined there comes a time when certain situations that come your way are moved out of the human realms. You can't do nothing. Your PhD can't do nothing. 
Your political connections can't do nothing. Your father can't do nothing. If God is with us, why are all these things happening? Can you talk to that person for me again? Can you talk to that person for me Jesus. The afflictions of the righteous are a gate to praise. This, this, this rich man was struck with this deadly disease, Terminal One. And when the doctor broke the news to him, here in our hospital, big hospital. She said, he said, he said to the doctor, Doc, please, Google, search. I know India, they have expertise for such diseases. China, India, search. Anywhere, Doc, please, anywhere, take me. I'm sending you money tomorrow. Then, the doctor couldn't say anything. The following day, he came to the doctor's office with 500,000 US dollars packed in box. She dog, search, search for me. India, China, Malaysia, moon. Everywhere. There must be a hospital somewhere that has specialization for this disease. And in Ghana, our doctors, they have a way of buying time. When you are going to die, the first thing, the doctor will tell you, this one is surgery. And then the doctor will finish the surgery Monday. Monday when you come, the doctor will say Friday. The next Friday will say next Monday. When the doctor starts postponing your surgery, know that he is buying time for you to just die. When he left, then the doctor called his wife. and said, Madam, your husband has brought this money. But listen, I have seen there's the sickness has spread throughout the body. There's no hospital, no doctor on earth can cure him. So this is the money he brought. Take the money away. He will die. When he dies, use it to bury him. Don't tell him that I gave the money back to you. So the wife carried the money away. And then the guy will call, Doc, have you found an hospital? The doctor said, oh, we are searching. I'm searching. Oh, yes, I've got some hospital. We are working on it. We are working on it. We are working on it. And then the sickness became very serious. And then he died. There comes a time in your life when what is confronting you must move to the realms of the spirit. 
Sit down, let me give you the next point. Sit down, let me give you the next point. Sit down, let me give you the next point. Faith. We ended up talking faith last. That in the midst of your affliction, you apply faith. Practical demonstration of faith. You believe in your heart, you confess with your mouth. You believe, you confess. You believe, you say. You believe, you say. You believe, you say it. So what does faith do? Number one, faith causes you to maintain your praise. Faith causes you to maintain your praise. Oh, my son. If you, if you ever thought that this statement was a very simple statement, a cheap statement, you are mistaken. Praise. When do you praise God? You praise God in affliction, out of affliction, inside of affliction. When you have a problem, when you don't have a problem, in the morning, in the afternoon, whether you feel it or you don't feel it, praise God. That's praise. To praise God when you are afflicted with sicknesses and diseases. Like the, the sister said to me, Apostle Daddy, I'm trying, I'm trying, I'm trying, Daddy. I'm sick. Your faith will cause you to praise, to maintain your praise. Because the affliction of the righteous are a gateway to praise. You are in church. You, you, when church closes, you don't know what you are going to eat. What your family is going to feed on. How do you praise? It's not an easy task. But for the believer, when you learn to praise God, whether when you have it, when you don't have it, when the, the money is there, when the money is not there, when things are tough, when things are not tough, your, your ability to still praise God means that you are operating faith. Faith is working. Faith is working. Somewhere, somehow, there is this thing that is part of me. When I get up out of bed, the first thing that comes to me is praise and worship. Some way, somehow, I don't force it. It just comes. And this morning, my, my, my praise song was, We praise, we praise your name. We praise, we praise, we praise your name. We praise your with this song means that you don't have faith. Something is missing in your life. Number one, show me how difficult it is. We praise your name. We pray, 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 praise. We pray, praise. We pray, pray, pray. How difficult it is. 
to say, I praise you, I praise you, I praise you, I praise your name, I praise, I praise, I praise, I praise. What word praise? You can't say it. You are empty. You are empty. No faith. Oh, uh, I, I know, like I said, you praise, 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 but I don't have the voice. Who told you God is interested in sweet voices? God is interested in the connection of your heart to him, that you are glad and you are praising him in your affliction, you are praising him in your trouble, you are praising him in your pain. Praise! Praise! Oh, increase that clap of him if I know that you are here. And then, and the man of God, I, I know some people who say, ah, Apostle Jenna, who told you that the fact that I'm quiet means I'm not praising? I'm not the one telling you. The Bible is telling you. The Bible says, if you believe in your heart, open your mouth and say it. That's what the Bible says. So, if as long as you are not saying it, I know that you are not operating faith. So, you can't tell me, uh, 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 I, uh, Apostle Jenna, no. I believe I'm worshiping God in your heart. Okay, you are worshiping God in your heart. That's just one qualification. What's the second qualification? Say it. Any that shall say that Jesus Christ is Lord is having the Spirit of God. So you can believe that Jesus Christ is Lord, but as long as you don't say it, confession is key. When you, when you love your wife, why didn't you love her and keep the love in your head and your heart? But as for love, you were able to open your mouth to, to, to propose to her. But when it comes to worship and praise, that one is in your head and your heart. No. Anything you believe in your heart, you have to open your mouth and do what? And I keep telling you, the reason why the devil has put a mask on your face is to present your praise and your worship. It's not easy in this pandemic time to be praising God because the, your voice is not even coming. But as for me, I try. I've added more impetus and more screaming. We praise. We praise your, your name. Not some franchise name, not your father's name, but the name of the Lord. The name of the Lord. could have won that battle against those three nations that sprang a surprise at him and the people of Judah. Jehoshaphat was not ready for the battle. The people were ready with their numbers and they were armed. And Jehoshaphat lifted up his eyes and said, Lord, see this surprise ambushment. We have no help but thee. And then Jehoshaphat taught us a beautiful lesson. He looked around and said, they have arms and bombs and machines. 
What do I have? I have a choir. So why would I use this battle? I will use worship. Then for the first time the Lord said to me, tell the people of God that worship is also a weapon. But you don't know it. Worship is a weapon. They, it, you, you, you may not have physical implements to fight. But I guarantee you, your worship is your weapon. Your praise is your weapon. Your worship is your weapon. Your praise is your weapon. Those of you who love to come to church when worship is over, here's what you'll be missing. You miss the opportunity to celebrate your victory whenever you miss worship. Can I say it again? When you miss worship, you miss the opportunity to celebrate your victory. Because worship is a weapon. Let me say another thing. Praise honors God. And God honors praise. Think about it. Praise honors God. And whatever honors God, God honors it. So the moment you start praise because it honors God, God finds his residence in your praise. God comes now, he is ready to honor your faith. He's honored to honor ready to honor your prayer. And so more than whatever you thought worship and praise was, worship and praise in affliction is actually prayer. It's prayer. It's prayer. But exactly because you have no solution and exactly because you can't, you have no more answers. Exactly because the problem has moved to the realms of the spirit. Give God the worship. Let him understand what you are saying and let him come through for you. Sometimes you are asking God for money, but God knows that the problem is not, cannot be solved with money. Give him worship and praise and let him decide what's, which solution to give to you. worship that's what the songwriter said first it was fragrance then it turned to fire what did he say my worship is my weapon that is how I win my battles oh yes that guy was right first it was fragrance he was in the spirit then it turned to fire my worship is my weapon my worship is my weapon that is how I win my battle. This is how I win my battle. Come on, say to somebody first, it was free. First, it was fragrance. Then it turned to fire. My worship. My worship is my weapon. This is how I win my battle. This is how I win my battle. The fragrance of my worship, come on. The fragrance of my worship rose up to the Father. to fight. I have a choir. Choir. Raise the song. Let's worship. As they began to worship, God came into the situation. The afflictions of of the wicked are the reward of the seed he has sown. But for the righteous, they are a gateway to praise. That's the message. If you forget anything, not this one. 
Why are all these things happening to us? Rise up and praise God. And let God take over. Why? Where is the God that we were told of? Praise him. Let God handle the situation. Apart from my praise, I've developed some monotony and tautology, but it's working for me. I can repeat it for 30, 30 minutes, one hour. Anytime a problem crosses my mind, I stop the problem by this sentence or this phrase. Jesus, be glorified. Lord, be glorified. Every day, I can say that a hundred times. Lord be glorified. Jesus be glorified. Lord be glorified. Jesus be glorified. Lord, thank you. Lord, thank you. Probable, and I'm thanking God for the problem. <laughs> it works. I, I don't have to think. I don't have to have sleepless nights. If I didn't sleep, and I didn't rest enough, how would I be able to do three services today? Number one, faith causes you to maintain your praise. Second, your faith causes you to overcome fear to overcome fear fear is one antagonistic enemy of faith here is what Charles Spurgeon the 18th century mega preacher in the United Kingdom great author, great teacher great revivalist here is what he said about fear and faith. He says, fear imprisons, faith liberates. Fear imprisons, faith liberates. Two, fear paralyzes, faith empowers. Fear Paralyzes faith and powers. Three, fear disheartens faith, encourages fear, disheartens faith, encourages four, fear sickens faith. Heals. Fear sickens. Faith heals. Five. Fear brings hopelessness. Faith makes you positively expectant. Fear brings hopelessness. Faith makes you positively expectant. Then after working with God these few years, 
here are my personal observations about what fear can do as opposed to faith. When you allow afflictions, troubles, mountains, problems to shake you, to knock you, to throw you out. These are the things that will happen. My personal observation, handling people, handling the puppet for these years, counseling people. I discovered that fear kills initiatives. When you are fearful, your initiatives die. Your self-esteem and your self-confidence, you don't know where it goes. It just leaves you. So, so go to that. Go to do therapy right now. Do therapy right now. Go to the theater. Do therapy. Don't let anybody tell give you any prophecy. It's it's not necessary. Where was your confidence five years ago? When you were growing up, when you were a child. Don't you see that it's lost since you got married? Whenever you have to take a step of boldness, look, look at the way you hesitate. It's the product of fear. It means that faith is not in you. You it means either you don't understand the definition of faith or you are not applying Mark chapter 11, verse 22 to 24. Either you are not applying it or you don't understand it. Number two, from my experience. Fear holds your mental creativity in prison. Fear holds your mental creativity in prison. Everything you advance in this world starts from your mind. A picture from your mind. A shadow from your mind. A photograph, an imagery of your mind. What you become. The the kind of marriage you want. The kind of children you want to raise. The kind of ministry you want to raise. The kind of minister you want to become. The kind of uh, big man you want to become. First starts with imaginary uh, uh, vision and and, and, uh, imagination and vision. Imagination and vision. Imagination and vision. You have to see what others don't see. And then the imagination or the imagery will form, it will form, it will form, it will form, and it will form. And then you start taking initiatives and moves. We didn't build Oyer Dome because we stood up and built Oyer Dome. No. When we came here, it was only this property we were able to buy. Then we discovered that there was a property over there. And then we spoke to that property and said, whenever we have money, we are coming for you. Over the period of time, people came near the property and then we went there and told them, look, this property is ours. Have you bought it? He said, no, we are coming to buy it. So you don't, don't venture. And very soon that thing spread. Anytime anybody was coming, they, they told the people, Apostle General owns that property. So finally, the owners didn't have a choice than to come and just say, come and buy this thing, let me be free. Because anybody who came, the property said, it belonged to you. Meanwhile, we're back to again. We don't have shelling. Confession, vision, imagery, imagination. 
confession, vision. If you are clapping, clap, let me know I'm talking to you. Clap, let me know I'm talking to you. If you are not dreaming what you will become, you will never become. What you will become, you should start dreaming about it now. And if there is no dream in your head, then your head is Kobe, your head is empty. So we went and bought the land and we are finished. We didn't have money. But at least we have satisfied the first lap of the vision. The first lap of the imagination. The property has come to our hand. The wise, I still didn't have money. I went to invite the people. I said, we are going to break the grounds. <laughs> so I brought the grounds. Two years, the money wasn't coming. But I have broken the grounds. It's, it's another round of the vision. Somebody said, that's all. Because when the thing is inside of you, you cannot sit down. I know a certain woman of God. She's called Mama Rita. She one day came to us and said, she's taking us to a place called Shiloh. We are going to have a camp meeting. When we went there, we said, Mama Rita, where are we going to have the camp meeting? We saw a tent. We said, where are we going to sleep? He said, come, I'll follow you. See those buses there? Enter into the buses. The buses will take you to where you are going to sleep. In the morning, the buses will come for you. Hey, did we do camp or not? We did the camp. Did the rain beat us or not? The rain beat us. We thought that was the end. The following year, she came again. and said, we are going to shoot her again. And Auntie Sherry too. Oh, no, Auntie Sherry too. She's following. I said, if ministers are following me, to let me follow some. <laughs> so we went there. And then this time what we saw, we went. She had put some small containers over there. And we said, these containers are for, we said, camp workers. Then we said, ah, so those of us who are coming, why are we going to sleep? He said, we see those buses, enter into them. They'll take you to work. And then these buses will take us one hour in, one hour out, every day, every day, every day, in the tent. Did we do com- did we do camp meeting or not? Vision. Then we went the third year. Then they said half will be sleeping here, half will be sleeping in town. Eh? Where? They said, I built for, for you. I went there, chalet, dormitories, with toilets, with baths, with beds, up and down. I said, oh yeah. The last year, then I asked her, where are we going? She said, this year, nobody's sleeping outside. Everybody is sleeping inside. Because I have, I have sleeping place for 4,000 people. No buses. Are you clapping or you are doing something like you that? You are the God that opens every Clap door. your hands and say vision. Say vision. Say vision. You say vision. kills your initiative. It holds your creativity in prison. Number three, fear kills your expectations. When, when you, you are faithless, you don't have a 
expectations anymore. You wake up in the morning, you have no expectations. You walk around, you walk around, you sleep around, you call around, talk around everywhere. Uh, the day will end, you go and sleep, you wake up. Before you are aware, January has passed, 31st December has come, you are back into the oil dome to come and ask the Lord to take you into the new year. You have achieved nothing. Nothing. Some crunchy anchor. <laughs> Let me tell you how the year has run so fast for me. Now, now I'm 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 even dreading that the first is around the corner. It was so fast. Why? Because I have something doing. I'm I'm a busy man. I I'm I'm, I'm producing something for the kingdom. People who are busy, the time runs fast. Those who are not busy, the time runs slow. No expectations. Number four. Number four. Fear takes away your joy of living. When you are fearful, you don't you are you don't want to live anymore. Number five. I have said fear takes away the hope for the future. When when you are afraid. You don't want to live anymore because you don't have any future. The last one. Fear promotes depression. Anytime you are afraid, you become depressive. You start hearing strange voices. Die from his suicide. They are laughing at you. They don't like me. They are gossiping about me. They are taking my boyfriend from my hand. Oh. People, people who are fear, they are always scared. Scared. They have no confidence. Who is taking your boyfriend from you? What are they using in taking? In Commodore? You to use in Commodore? Is it working? Change you to change the way you walk. Is somebody losing your boyfriend somewhere? We shall enter to prayer very soon, please. <laughs> amen. I said amen. Last Wednesday at Achimota School, physics teacher, 48 years old. Physics means he's a science teacher. And that means that he studied science to the university level. And physics is one of the hard sciences that you hardly have teachers. Usually, you have more biology teachers and more chemistry teachers than physics teachers. Physics teachers are usually very, very on the low 
side of uh, in terms of the market and so usually in most schools those teachers who are teaching physics they didn't even do physics they just did some biology chemistry and then because there's no physics teacher they will ask them to implement so they will go and study the physics books and then they'll come teaching most most of the time one of the physics teachers that i had in school was a mathematics teacher and then they had to ask him to come and teach physics because there was no physics teacher physics is hard science you don't get teachers by heart let alone teaching in a high upmarket school like Achimota. Last Wednesday, they saw he didn't come to the staff common room. And then he didn't go to his class as well. So they reported to the head teacher. The physics teacher has never shown up today. They said, Why? What is happening? And then the neighbor said, Oh, but we saw him last night. We, when we we're going to sleep, we chatted and he went to his flat. So they said they should go to the house and go and find if he was there. So they went there, they knock, 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 knock. No response. They said, no, we, we saw him last night. Break the door. They broke the door. The physicist teacher was hanging in the ceiling, suicide, last week. The deputy director of mental health services says from January to June, Nearly 500 people have committed suicide in this nation. 500. Topping the list is Ashanti region, 61. Eastern region, 60. Upper East region, 47. Greater Accra and Central region are fighting for position number 4 with 40 suicide apiece. Each central region and greater crowd, they are saying that at the end of the year, I will overtake you. Central region said they will overtake greater crowd. Greater crowd said they will overtake. They are competing for suicide. Because your mental creativity is in prison. Because you are being afflicted by affliction. Because you don't have the favor and the sense to live again. Ama alubie kapotasa deliverance is taking place now. I bring you out of suicide and out of death. Receive it. You will never die before your time. I receive it. You and your sons and your children will not die. Amen. I shut your ears to those voices that you'll be hearing. Amen. The voices of die. Clap your hands and say, I shall not die. I shall not die. 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 Fail. I will receive it. Fail. I receive it. I will not fail. I will not fail. I will not fail. Fail. I will not fail. Fail. I will not fail. Die. I will not die. Die. I will not die. Fail. Somebody says, fail your exams. I will not fail. Somebody says, 
interview. I will not fail. Somebody says, lose your job. I will not lose it. Lose your job. I will not lose it. Lose your job. I will not lose it. Somebody says, don't marry. I will marry. 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 Somebody says, you will never be pregnant. I will be pregnant. You will never be pregnant. I will be pregnant. You will never be pregnant. I will be pregnant. Somebody says, somebody says, somebody says, you will die before your time. I will not die. You will die before your time. I will not die. Clap your hands. Clap your hands. Refuse what the devil says. Refuse what the devil says. Clap your hands. Clap your hands. Refuse what the enemy says. Refuse what the enemy says. Jesus Arena. Jesus Arena. Auditorium. Auditorium. The church. The church. Is in prayer. Is in prayer. Clap your hands. Clap your hands. Say, I will not hear. I will not hear. The voice. The voice. Of suicide. Of suicide. I will not hear. I will not hear. The voice. The voice. Of depression. Of depression. I will never hear. I will never hear. The voice. The voice. Of fear. Of fear. Clap your hands. Clap your hands. Last prayer topic. Hebrews chapter 11 verse number 32. Hebrews chapter 11 verse number 32. Last prayer topic and then we are in worship. Hebrews chapter 11 verse 32. So, uh, let me do, let me do, uh, which of the versions did I select for this particular one? I selected one of the verses. NIV New International Version Hebrew chapter 11 if you care to know it is called the hall of faith now there are some names mentioned there and those are the fathers of faith gurus of faith they are the people apostle Paul says when you want to see an example and a a, a definition of faith they are their lives just look at what they did and follow and you qualify for faith Somebody clap your hands and scream faith. Faith. Somebody clap your hands and scream faith. Faith. Somebody clap your hands and scream GD. GD. I don't know why the three people made it simplify GD and then the guy, him okay, yili. The guy one is long, but clap your hands and say, him okay, yili. Him okay, yili. Today, May faith bring you money. I receive it. May faith bring you husband. I receive it. May faith bring you wife. I receive it. May faith pay your school fees. I receive it. May faith give you visa. I receive it. May faith buy you a ticket. I receive it. May faith build you a house. I receive it. Oh, come on. Increase that clap offering for me. So, when Apostle Paul preached and preached, or the writer of Hebrew preached and preached, he got to verse 32, he said, and what more shall I say? I do not have time to tell about Gideon. Another example of faith. Barak, another example of faith. Samson, another example of faith. Jephthah, another example of faith. David, another example of faith. Samuel, another example of faith. The prophets, another example of faith. 33. 33. Who through who through faith they did what they Conquer. conquered kingdoms, kingdoms, administered justice, and gained what was promised. Who shut the mouth of lions by faith? You can shut the mouth of anything that wants to swallow you. Jesus, clap your hands and say, And the lion, and the lion, and the devil, and the devil that wants to swallow my future. I want to swallow my future. Shut up, shut up, get out, get out. I overcome, I overcome, I prevail, I prevail, I prevail, I prevail by faith, by faith in the name, 
in the name of Jesus, of Jesus, they shut the mouth of lion. Verse number thirty-four. They, they didn't finish. They quenched the fury of the flames and escaped the edge of the sword, whose weakness was turned to strength, and who became powerful in battle and routed foreign armies. Faith will turn your weakness into strength. Faith will turn your weakness into strength. Faith gives you victory in battles. Faith makes you quench fires. Faith makes you escape the edge of the soul. If anybody wants to kill you, faith will let you escape. Jesus. If anybody sends your name to Juju Men, faith will make you escape. Jesus. Anybody who wants to kill your marriage, faith will survive. Jesus. Anybody wants to kill your initiative, faith, 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 faith. Father to child, spirit to spirit, lighted by your word. Did you hear the word of God today? With your breath of life, has something changed in your life? Are you ready to change your world? You won't commit suicide, you will not die. You won't be depressed. You will not fail. That affliction is a gateway to your praise. Praise God today. Praise Him. It's your welcome. And with your breath of life. With your breath of life. That's how I come alive. That's how I come alive. That's how I change my world. That's how I change my world. Father to child, come on, say it again. Say, Father to child, Father to child, Spirit to spirit, Spirit to spirit. Lift up those hands. Lighted by your word. Why are all these things happening? Why, 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 why? With your breath of life. With your breath of life. That's how I come alive. That's how I come alive. That's how I change my world. That's how I change. Lift up your voice and scream. Just breathe the name. Hey. Just breathe the name upon me. Breathe. Just breathe the name. Just breathe the name upon me. Breathe. Your hey, your hey, is your name. Breathe, Lord. Just breathe the name. Just breathe your name upon me. Just breathe the name. Just breathe the name. Come on, let's receive the Holy Ghost. Receive Just the energy. Receive the strength. The church is in prayer. The church is in prayer. The church is in prayer. Worship is our weapon. Worship is our victory. And that time you are in worship, God is taking over. Just breathe the name. God is taking over. God is taking over. God is Just breathe the name is taking upon me. God is taking over. Upon me, breathe. Just breathe the name. Just breathe the name 
Just like in the beginning Breathe. Where I was before you formed me Breathe. In the place of Koinonia Breathe Just like in the beginning, Breathe. where I was before you found me, Breathe. in the place of Koinonia, just breathe your name upon me, breathe. just breathe your name upon me, breathe. just breathe your name upon me, breathe. hey, just breathe your name, just breathe your name yeah. upon me, yeah, yeah, he on hey, Close your eyes to Jesus. What did you hear today? How would you turn what you have heard today into a practical living faith? Living faith to overcome the problem, the mountain, the affliction, the challenge, the challenge that has made you a drunkard, the challenge that has put you on drugs, the challenge that wants that that has made you lose your self-esteem and your faith. The challenge that doesn't make you feel like living for tomorrow anymore. Just apply the first definition of faith. Lift up Jesus Christ higher than the problem. Tell that problem, God is higher. God is bigger. God is higher. God is bigger. And don't keep quiet. Then open your mouth and make Speak to the mountain. Be removed. Be removed. Locate. Check your location. Which of your sons is giving you trouble? Which of your daughters? Which of your children? Which area of your marriage is a challenge? Which area of your finances? This is what I call meditation on communion. Commune with God in your heart. And like Hannah, let your lips just utter those words. Who said you came to church to show your dress? Who, ch- who said you came to church to just fill the pew? Who said you came to church to add to the numbers? No, you came to church to meet God, to have an encounter. You came to God, you came to church and you said, God, speak a word to me. That's the word that has come to you right now. Turn that word around. Turn it into your victory. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers him. The affliction of the righteous man is the gateway to praise. Like Job, your praise is coming. Like Job, your restoration is coming. Like Job, your victory is coming.
It is our fervent prayer that this message will have an effect on your life and will lift you to the place where you belong. For an additional copy of this and any other life-changing CD, please look up the address on your CD. Royal House Chapel International, touching our generation with the power of God. God richly bless you. Ancient words will die.